0: Um,
1: Yeah, it is LISW and um, this has been a very busy day and will be a very busy week, I think, for many of you who are attending those events. Um, So it's good to see such a huge crowd here as ever at the Capital um, Link event. Um, My name is Tony Rice. I'm a ship finance partner at HFW. Uh, We had a symposium just this morning, actually, um, in the city where we asked some leading members of the shipping industry, not necessarily the finance industry, but there was people like Michael Parker and others there, to give us their sort of five minute thought, leadership um, comments. And so it was very interesting to hear people like Andy Case, uh, John Denham, Michael Parker, senior guys from BP, V-SHIPS, MSC, all coming at this from a completely different perspective. And what we're really talking about, and what's good about today, is the, the, uh, the strength of the London shipping cluster, um, and how it's actually getting stronger in some respects, despite the biggest gap we thought this morning, and um, even people like Michael Parker agreed this. Um, and Andy case, was the biggest gap in the London shipping cluster is, in fact, finance. Um, Most of the British banks no longer do finance for all the reasons that we all know. Um, We rely upon European banks having offices in London to undertake that work, and we rely upon now all the other sources of capital to provide the vacuum that's been left by the withdrawal of the banks. So it's interesting, it was an interesting discussion, but the things that emerged from that symposium, just for your benefit, were always it was innovation, technology, decarbonization, which is being discussed later on, so we, we can skip all that. Sustainable shipping, you know, Poseidon principles that you all, you all, I think, know about. But what was, I think, really important was that um, shipping finance in London, and probably also in Northwest europe I, I think is is enhanced and complemented by the fact that we have such a huge um, London shipping cluster covering all other aspects of the industry that we all know about from insurances cargo s p chartering etc etc and um, and law of course as well, so we have a very good um, group within London flying the flag for for shipping, um, and we wish it was probably stronger in the area of finance. Okay, quickly onto some, um, if we have time, for some bios, introduction of today's um, panel. Um, Ryan, to my right, I see, Ryan, that you were an engineer for many years. I always notice how many engineers become MBAs. There's obviously a link between engineering and, and mathematics or finance. It's very impressive anyway, but you also, apart from being a ship and marine engineer, you also have an MBA, um, following which, a uh, good move by the way, um, following which you've been at Avic Leasing Ship Finance, or Ship Leasing Department for uh, five years, I think, since 2015. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I think people know um, um, Evan, who is next along the table. Um, Evan is the managing director and group head for CIT. And I think you now trade as CIT, is it Maritime or Maritime Finance, Evan? Either way. Either way, okay.
2: I also have
1: my MBA. You've got an MBA too. (laughs) Christ, I could be left out here. I'm not gonna mention MBA again. Anyway, And in that that job, you've got a team of underwriting and business development professionals uh, and you're obviously generating uh, new business as as much as you can, and we'll come on to that in a moment. We we all know that before CIT, you were, um, for a a relatively short period, um, in charge of an advisory and finance boutique in Amsterdam. Uh, and before that, you were uh, many years at uh, a senior bank, at DVB, where I think most of us will, will know you from. Um, people here also will of course know Stryesh from um, Citibank, one of the long-term uh, London, not American, but London leading banks in, in shipping, who have for many, many years, I think, been um, a huge uh, supporter of, of shipping. Um, not just because of Michael Parker being one of the doyens, but I think because the entire team there um, are, very, are very strong at shipping, pretty good at golf too. They're always taking money off me anyway. So um, it's good to have you, Sharish. You, you've been there since um, 21 years? Yep. By, if, if I'm counting? After,
3: after two master's degrees in business. So.
1: Have you got an MBA too?
3: Two. Jesus. <laughs>
1: Right, I'm very reluctant indeed now to, to come on to, to Bill uh, who was with ICBC and you joined them in 2013, Bill, That's right. Um, and, and you're mainly responsible for the leasing business of the container shipping and dry bulk business. And before that you were with Maersk. That's right, yes. So you had no time to do an MBA. I did. <laughs> you did? <laughs>
4: I have
1: to. Right, okay, so we have an extremely clever panel made up of uh, MBAs, other than, other than myself who is gonna try and keep up with them. All right, so let's go on to some questions. Now normally um, in this kind of panel, you know, people like me send out um, questions to people like these guys and we try and get it organized, but they've been appalling at responding uh, other than other than last minute. So you may find that a lot of this is actually, believe it or not, unscripted and it will come as it comes. Um, and I, I hope I don't catch any of you cold. There's no plans to actually throw any curve balls. I'll try and avoid the difficult stuff um, if I can. Um, perhaps what I should do is we're told to look at the fact that banking is no longer the main provider of debt or finance for the shipping industry. It hasn't been for many, many years. We, we know that. Um, And therefore, many panels since have discussed all over the world um, who is going to replace the banks because um, we have many um, financiers on panels today talking about what they're doing, where they're coming from, and they're mainly investors. Um, But I think they will not be providing the same kind of volumes that we know the banks did provide. Other than um, I make um, uh, excuses for uh, the gentleman either end of this panel because of course ship leasing has been a source of huge um, rivers of money really coming out of Shanghai. So let's talk a little bit about perhaps about what, your, you know, what you see your current strategic plan for each of your institutions. And perhaps in that you can mention what kind of lending you're looking to do, the kind of clients you want to work with, and the kind of ships you'll finance and won't finance. Should we, should we start with you, Ryan? Is that OK? Or, or should we start the fore-end? Let's start the fore-end. OK. Evan. That's Evan, sorry.
4: Yeah. So and uh, already introduced and, um, Bill from ICBC leasing. So ICBC leasing will be in the shipping finance in um, about 11 years. So we start from zero, right now about, you know, 30 billion us dollar and uh, you know shipping portfolio it's uh, you know always double digital cr- growth every year so you talk about and uh, the target maybe you know we aim at maybe 20 billion and uh, in the next uh, 3 or 4 years so in terms of the, our customers uh, 90% customers is the global customers and the most come from europe uh, that's why we come to the london because it still be the financial for shipping finance center also the shipping center as well and uh, you know, american customers also some of asian customers and, uh, you know, we cover most of the I would say, different segmentation, the container, gas, you know, dry bark, also the, you know, NG, and, you know, we also cover, you know, unfortunately, and uh, some of the offshore. So maybe this is not the right time to talk about these things. Um, but uh, still, we have some uh, portfolio in our, you know, the big portfolio. So that's why we have, uh, you know. So I'm saying some people will think about, uh, you know, in general, the China leasing house very aggressively in the past then, four or five years, you know, because our old Chinese leasing house and, uh, you know, grow rapidly and, uh, you know, again, the two digital growth. And uh, because we belong to the bank, so, you know, fundamentally, we still kind of the bank behavior, you know, by Chinese bank. So we are, it's, it's only because of regulation requirement. That's uh, we have done well, the leasing structure, not by the banking structure. So I can't 100% agree with Tony about, you know, the banks will be visual from the shipping finance, just, you no. Know, you know, alternatively, you know, especially from China perspective, the Chinese bank take it a different way, continue to support shipping finance, but taking the leasing structure, because that's the, you know, Chinese regulation requirement to do so. So I would say, you know, still we still very positive for the shipping finance, especially from banking perspective. And uh, maybe just from the, you know, little smaller, compared with before, from, you know, Asian, but well, from European bank to the Asian bank, because especially from Chinese bank, because right now most of the Chinese bank have their vehicle, in leasing to do the shipping finance, it's uh, it's become more and more important role in the Chinese market right now. So just you work know, very quick introduction.
1: Okay, thanks. Sure. what's what's the of well, um, city
3: these days? Yes, I mean uh, listening to Bill, you know, it just uh, stands out how different an organisation city is from from Bill's. But in one respect, we are very similar in that regulators uh, call the call the shots. Um, so, for city, we, we uh, have been in shipping for uh, many, many decades now. We pioneered uh, a number of um, structures around, uh, for example, f- financing against charters back in the back in the 60s under Walter Riston. even before then, we financed the panama canal and uh, and such infrastructure projects which were very important for shipping. So it has a storied history within the firm, and we have a, a team around the world that delivers to uh, to uh, clients. Who are in, uh, in container shipping, uh, logistics, uh, LNG, uh, bulk of uh, you know of all sorts, and um, and now we um, also look at the you know the question, the fundamental question you asked, is bank lending being replaced? Well, it works to our strength because if you look at city and you look at private banking, investment banking, uh, corporate banking, cash management, derivatives, hedging, commodities hedging, all of that stuff, it goes to addressing client needs, and if the client need is to connect with uh, alternative lenders, whether it is to connect with insurance companies, to write uh, protection for, uh, for loans, whether it's uh, pension funds, arranging um, direct financing through pension funds. Our markets division does that, our, our banking division does that. So we are there to connect people with capital and then to manage those funds for them uh, in the most sensible and most uh, 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 coherent way worldwide. So for us, it's very important that the clients we deal with are global, they're sophisticated because that's the machine we've built. We are in over hundred countries, um, and the client that uses us the most is the one that uh, is dearest and cherished uh, to our hearts. So that's the, that's the philosophy that has uh, been in place for a long time, and that continues to be so. Mm.
1: And you also get involved, I, I think, um, from what you know, we read in quite interesting sort of restructuring transactions as well, where you see a, a role for, for the bank in replacing some of that debt I know you were involved in a very large very well known transaction last year that we probably I don't know if it's private or not but um, so you look at these opportunities as well as they come along
3: absolutely again it's no different than connecting people with capital whether it's it's uh, markets capital or, or bank capital okay thanks
1: so Evan
2: so most of you know me from life before CIT the past year with CIT, and we're starting this very new, strange venture, a traditional senior debt ship finance bank. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. So all the PE funds and all the owners here Uh need the senior debt. We would like, strange as it would sound, like to have more competition. There is just not enough simple senior debt out there. Um, What do we do? Restarting the franchise has been around for a while. without any legacy problems, no big losses in the portfolio. So the bank is open to doing new business. This year we've booked so far 10 new clients, 10 new transactions, about 400 million of business, and this is the the classic simple senior debt. So commodity assets, dry bulk, container, tankers, gas carriers, uh, 60% loan to value. Let's start with a good ship a good owner, and operator, and then good corporate structure and good employment are come third and fourth on the list. Et voila.
1: So going back to basics.
2: Back to basics. So we heard um, Andy speaking earlier about some of the private equity coming into debt, and we're part of that. So of our clients, we have 30 clients today, a third of them are the private equity funds, which happy to back lever these are people who have invested equity in the project they put the most at risk they're partnering with the good operators so we will work with those people we'll work with the traditional owners and also the good corporates so
1: and would it be fair to say that your your sort of pricing in terms of affordability would be um, a, a bit better than perhaps some of the new lending platforms that have appeared on, in the market in the last few years, I don't just mean the the newer banks, the smaller newer banks, but not M and M and so on. But I mean there are, there are some uh, funds that are establishing their own sort of lending platforms.
2: Are we are we cheaper? I'm, it's closer to what owners are used to, but it's yeah. more than they're yeah. happy about. So yeah the the new f- there's not that many new debt funds you hear a lot of talk about it, but i know mm. oak Hill is is involved uh, mm. friends at Australis are involved, but there's not that much i see yield Street coming up with a new way to do something there's not that much money coming in and what's the price of the c- new debt fund you see uh, i don't know l plus five l plus six okay and you got to a traditional lender if you i don't know if, Bloomberg Commercial Bank is writing new business. They say they are, but, okay, if it's L plus four, it's cheaper than the other, the rest of the capital, but it's at the bottom of the stack. So if you have to add in mm. something on top of the 60 percent, it adds up.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Ryan, could you tell us a bit
0: about what you're doing? Okay. Uh, I'm Ryan from African uh, easy. I think the uh, bank is the most uh, ro- uh, important just uh, for, uh, for ship financing, uh, uh, and uh, the leasing company is get uh, more important and important in the future. Uh, everyone knows the ICBC leasing is the, the biggest one in China. Uh, uh, every leasing is not so big, uh, uh, but uh, actually we. Uh, Did uh, ship financing more than ten years? Uh, It's there are 2015 vessels in our fleet. Um, We did uh, the domestic market and overseas market. We choose the good owners, good ship type, and uh, uh, we try to do our best to provide uh, our. Facility uh, and uh, the good uh, efficiency for uh, owners. I think it's is very important for us to do. And do you have a, is
1: there a target that you're looking for in terms of portfolio size? Like you're not quite out yet, but, or, or is there any any cap on what you you can you can do in terms of business?
0: Yeah. And in our fetch, you'll find uh, we have um, tankers, containers. And in the future, we want to do more vessels, uh, especially for tankers and RNG uh, RPG, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And of course, we know the differences between banks and, and leasing and, and yes. how, how, how you work. Are you on, obviously on, in the same, the same area? Um, what, are there any particular vessels that you will
0: not touch? Uh, actually, uh, mm, uh, you know, we didn't involve the uh, in offshore project before. Yeah. That means we are healthy. Um, but uh, for the leading company, we will try to do the high efficiency and the more flexibility for the project. Um, in the future, we will pre- provide this indoor and indoor costs for customers. Hmm. Okay, thanks. All right,
1: let's just talk about something else for a moment. Um, uh, competition, um, obviously each, each of you look at your competition in different ways. Um, and where you think uh, other sources of ship finance are going to be plugged in the next couple of years, what, what thoughts do you have on that generally for the industry? Perhaps we'll start with you and, and work work along. Um,
3: what What's your thoughts on that? Um, look, I, I, I think capital raising is a collaborative effort, frankly. I think no single bank can lift uh, some of the, the needs of the industry. So I, I do agree that you're characterizing it as competition, but we, it's, it's competitive collaboration, if I could put it that way we do need syndicates still we do need clubs club structures um, where where competition does uh, rear its sort of uh, uglier side is is you know when we compete for um, for um, for derivatives and other complex structures where uh, different banks have different views on how they use capital to to allocate to such structures uh, but uh, I, I don't think the the bank collaboration side is going to go away within shipping anytime soon we have about a dozen banks that are super active. um, And they are all knowledgeable about uh, the basics of the industry as well as very focused on certain advanced parts of, um, uh, for example, in Norway you'll have uh, a very, very, very offshore focused uh, view on shipping. Uh, In in Greece it will be different. In Brazil it's different uh, whether it's an offshore production. So we find pockets of excellence everywhere and we need to address how we can tap those in a profitable way. Overall, competition is now less of an issue because more and more banks are being driven by returns metrics that are being imposed on them by regulators. It's about time. I mean, Citi has always been uh, sadly at the forefront of this discipline. So we, we sort of painted ourselves out of many markets. Uh, we couldn't price things as, as low as others. Uh, but now that's come back. So I think we are um, in an environment where it is profitable to lend. And I'm glad to hear that Evan thinks in a simple super senior, for senior structured stuff is, uh, is attractive, uh, that's, a, that's a sign that we are coming back on, on decent rational pricing uh, for capital. Uh, and in that spirit, I think competition is welcome.
1: Good. Good. Thank you. Uh, Evan, you've mentioned um, the fact there's not enough other banks out there or lenders out there doing what you're looking to do in terms of um, first mortgage debt. What, what, what would you like to see sort of change in the market?
2: It sounds strange. I'd like to see more senior lenders out there. So in terms of competition, the days of an owner shopping a term sheet, you know, haggling over covenants, it just doesn't exist, as Shreyas was saying. That's, that's governed by regulation. And you, you have very little flexibility inside the banking institutions. And if you're an owner and you have two term sheets and you're going to talk to me about 25 basis points, take the other term sheet. That's, that's not what drives the deal anymore. So I'd love to see club deals with three or four banks in them, because you you want to you want to keep the industry going. You want to you want the ship owners to be able to finance their fleet at a de- decent price. Happy to club deal with any of them. I hear everybody talking about debt funds, and other than the ones I mentioned, there's not so much coming in as debt. Uh, Bill, thanks thanks to Bill and ICBC, they call it a, a lease. That has to be structured as a lease, but anything at 65%, maybe up to 70%, is still that senior, senior piece. Okay, you have the, that borderline moves, but that's a big help to the industry. Thank
1: you. Okay. Uh, Ryan, in terms of competition for you, I, I know it's, it's, it's the other leasing companies at the end there, including the big boys like uh, Bill and ICBC, but um, do you see uh, other Chinese leasing entrance to that market, or do you think it's currently saturated, pretty full?
0: Uh, yes, uh, uh, there are so many uh, new commerce uh, for, for the Chinese leasing, and uh, I think uh, the, um, uh, the future of the leasing company will work, uh, should try to provide the, the professional and uh, flexibility and the efficient, efficient, high efficient service for, for the owners. That's, that's, yeah.
1: Okay. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that were uh, raised um, this morning by um, ship owners and uh, shipping people. Uh, I mentioned earlier on that it was all about innovation and technology and, of course, uh, as ever, in environmental matters. and. Um, some banks, um, we know, the leading banks, um, championed by some leading European banks and others, have signed up to something called the Poseidon Principles. Um, what's your institution's thoughts on uh, environmental safety and issues and environmental progress in shipping? Did you want to start perhaps again from your end on the environment?
3: Um. I, I, as, uh, since my boss is the chairman of the steering committee on yeah. principles, maybe I should start. <laughs> um, Go ahead then. This is a, this is a formalization of, of many years of thinking. I, 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 I don't see it as something spectacularly new. It, it is putting in a, in a discipline and a, and, a, and a framework for thinking about decarbonization yes. and the impact on the planet. I say impact on the planet, actually the planet's going to be fine. It's us that, that's, that's going to be the problem in problems. Um, but uh, for, from, from the perspective of, of a lender as a, as a bank, we've always had environmental um, uh, sort of oversight uh, from, in terms of policy and uh, stopping projects if they were not fitting in with our overall corporate uh, green slash social responsibility. So I think we formalized it in a niche of the industry, but um, it's, it's fair to say it's always been part of um, a responsible corporate focus for us.
1: I mean, do, do you think um, shipping is playing catch up with perhaps the, the, the project finance industry where these areas, these issues have always been extremely important? Um, with the quota principles, environmental plans, lots of environmental in, input on the documentation, on the structure, on the CPs, which have, generally speaking, in shipping, not really been. Um, that important. They have more, more so in recent years. Uh, do, you, do you think shipping is now, at, at long last, playing catch up in, the, in this area? And uh,
3: actually, Tony, I I've heard the contrary. I've heard that what shipping has achieved with the Poseidon Principles is now a model for many other industries to replicate. And Great. Um, I think it's a testament to the fact that shipping actually, when we sit down together and do something in a focused way, we have the heft within, within uh, maybe a couple of dozen um, uh, people to, to, to change the industry. And, and it's being demonstrated. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that other industries will take the lead as well. Uh, but shipping, I believe, I, I don't agree that it's catch up. I believe we're ahead now.
1: C- can I ask you how, how do you plan to persuade others, the non banks, who perhaps aren't subject to the same degree of scrutiny or public criticism that large banks tend to be? How do you uh, plan to? Get those to come along and voluntarily sign up too, Shai. What's the plan though, Do you know?
4: Yeah, maybe I. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I
1: don't know. but, but I, I was asking Shai because he's he's got the inside track, he was saying. But Bill, but go ahead.
4: Uh, because, and uh, you know, I I work with uh, you know the Michael from City. You know, try to organize some meetings in Asia, especially in Shanghai, Beijing. Get all these Chinese banks, also the Chinese okay. bank, so, so the Chinese in how to understand about the principle, the principle of the post and mm. um, you know agreement which from fundamentally should be good for first, but you know, the legal document is like uh, 100 pages. It's hard for our in-house lawyer to really understand what's exactly inside, what kind of obligation for the Chinese banks, Chinese in-house. That's why we haven't been signed of the document yet. But you know, I would say, you know, the principally, we also support this kind of concept very much. You know, one thing I'm uh, personally concerned about is, you know, for the futures, and you know, right now, the more ships built with a green engine, for example, like an NG engine. There's a VLCC built with the NG, NG engine. Also, there's a more and more dry bulk built with the NG engine. Maybe one day, the ship with the scuba, you know, some kind of, we call the traditional ships, might not get the finance again because it's not green enough. So it's not happening today, but maybe happening in five years, in 10 years. But the ship have more than 20 years and, it, you know, age. So that's maybe some kind, some kind of concern by today's ship owner. Because you cannot get your finance. You have to use your own equity to figure out how can you finance your ship. So that's something maybe happening in the near future based on, I say, the suggestion from the, you know, the principle, you know, how can we make the shipping industry more greener? That's the, maybe some concern we need to think about that way. OK, thanks.
1: Well, Evan? I guess CITL.
2: Um, yes, CIT is very conscious yeah. of that. Um, my boss isn't aware of the, yet of the full impact shipping has on that. But in a way, being one of the few players left it, it's easier on us to, you have a choice between clients. You can pick a client that's compliant, and this would apply to your your debt fund uh, Mm -hmm. question. If you have a choice between a client that is, got a hundred state detentions, and you don't know how they're gonna scrap a ship, and you don't trust how they're discharging uh, ballast water, versus the one who's investing in scrubbers and doing all those uh, correct things, well, then it, it becomes an easy choice to pick one project to work on. Mm-hmm. So out of self-interest.
0: Okay. Ryan, did you want to add anything to Yeah, I, I think the new regulation of IMO and the technical side uh, can help with the industry move forward, uh, such as the ballast water treatment, scrubber, and the, the new type engine with the tier three. Yeah, it's uh, provided the safer and uh, the element friendly and more efficient for the industry. And uh, also, it, it, it prov- uh, provides more chance for our financing units. You know, if the ship uh, go to China or Japan for new building, they always like to ask, ask the package solution. Uh, at that time, we can provide our financing for them. Okay. It's good.
1: Thank you. Um, let's just talk about what you're looking to do in 2020 and the, the kind. Uh, do we have time? We've got no time. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no more questions? <laughs> well, it's not okay with them. They no want to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we're out of time, seriously. Um, No problem, (laughs) I guess you're behind, so thank you. Uh, Thank you very much for members of the panel for answering those questions.
4: Thank 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 you you. so much.